Real special episode this week. We've obviously had Dr. Alexander Stan on the NFL Deutschland GM. We're delighted to welcome in uh, Jakob Johnson to the Irish NFL show. Obviously, a guy we've seen playing for the Patriots, now with the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Jakob, very, very warm welcome to the show, and thank you for joining us. And I understand that's a protein shake, yes? Yes, sir. <laughs> not, not Bailey's, as you guys said. <laughs> Um, Jakob, have you ever been to Ireland before? Uh, because you've obviously played in Europe, you've been part of the international scene. Yeah. Have you ever been to Dublin or Belfast or anywhere? Not yet, but it's it's definitely on my bucket list. Um, I've only ever been to uh, London. I, I wasn't impressed, but uh, I heard Ireland is really where you want to go. Well, you'll be able to have that big glass of Baileys if you do come uh, over to to visit and um, we'd be delighted to welcome you. Um, and I suppose that kind of leads on into obviously you're, you're from Stuttgart and Irish people before you were born in uh, 1988 European Championships. Ireland beat England. Ray Houghton scored an incredible goal. The country went bananas. So I can tell you Irish people have very fond feelings uh, towards <laughs> Stuttgart. Uh. <laughs> Can you talk to us, I suppose, about growing up and like, how did you, you know, become, what was your first exposure to the NFL? How did you become a fan of this great sport? Yeah, well, I, I'm born and raised in, in Stuttgart, Germany. Uh, like everybody in, uh, in Germany, I started playing, playing soccer and uh, a bunch of other sports when I was young. And uh, I never really quite found my fit, you know, uh, um, when I was on the, on the soccer youth teams. They they never had pants that were long enough for my for my uh, for my height and my size, and never had uniforms that would quite fit me. So I never really felt like I fit in to the soccer world. Um, and at the same time, I kept getting uh, in trouble in school for like uh, you know wrestling with my friends in the back of the classroom and and things like that. So all the teachers were telling my mom to put me in in more sports to get rid of some of that extra energy. Um, so I tried everything, swimming, wrestling, basketball, handball, everything. And uh, one day she saw an article in the newspaper about uh, the Stuttgart Scorpions and uh, dropped me off at a practice there. And uh, when, I, when I came home that night, uh, I didn't say a word. I was just a big smile on my face and, and, and tired and happy and uh, just stuck with it ever since. Jakob, just, just after your time with the, with the Scorpions, you, you moved to Tennessee at a relatively young age, 19. Can you talk to us about that transition into moving from Germany to, to the States? It was, it was probably quite daunting for a young person at that age. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a big move. You know, uh, I graduated school in Germany when I, I, was, I was 18, I think in, in 2013, um, finished, finished 13th grade, and then... Uh, I had a dream of, of course, of playing college football after after getting good at football. It took took me a while, right? It didn't happen right away for me. I, I was quite bad when I first started. I was a super skinny cornerback, but over, over some time and, and and with the right friends around me, we we got pretty good and made it to the German youth national team and had some of the American import players tell us that you know we would be good enough to compete in America. So um, I sent I sent emails out to every FBS school. Uh, every every linebacker coach, defensive coordinator, rec recruiting and video guys. I found all their email address addresses on the school's uh, home pages and, and sent them personalized emails. It was like, I think, 600 emails or so. Uh, took me a whole winter break. It was, it was a whole project. I, I took the SAT and ACT um, so I could show those schools that, that I can hang academically. 
and um, I only got three three replies. They were all essentially saying, "Come, come to the states, find a way to you know prove yourself against American talent, so we we know how good you really are." Um, and then, kind of out of options, I called my aunt, my aunt in uh, Jacksonville, Florida. My, my dad's side of the family is from that region, and uh, asked if I could stay with her for a couple months. And uh, yeah, it's credit to her, she took me in. Uh, I, I went signed up for the local high school in Florida. You are allowed to play high school football until the season that you turn 19. And uh, thankfully, I was still 18 at the time and uh, played for the Reball Trojans, kind of left all my friends and, and family that I grew up with in, in Germany. And uh, then kind of halfway through the seasons, the, the first offers from, from college programs started rolling in. And uh, I was an early enrollee in Tennessee that January, so January 2014. And Jakob, once you started your professional career, you decided to return home and play in the German league. Can you maybe bring us through that decision process there? So, for example, where others may have thought about maybe remaining in the U.S. and looking at different options, you decided to return home. And, look, it's clearly worked out very well for you. And, and the game in Germany now is just yeah. flying as well. Yeah, it wasn't really a, 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 you know, a matter of choosing that route for me. It was really just my only option, right? Like, I, I was at the University of Tennessee for four years. You have four years of eligibility plus a redshirt year. I didn't get redshirted in my freshman year. I was... Uh, you know, playing special teams for, for most of that season, started a couple of games at linebacker at the end of the season, um, and then just kind of switched positions uh, in, in my next training camp, got moved over to the offensive side of the ball, started playing tight end, and then just kind of dealt with that transition for the for the next two years, um, like learning how to run routes, learning how to catch the ball, all those things. Um, and then my senior year, got to play some more, got to finally get on the field, uh, ended up hurting my shoulder at, at, at the end of the season, which kind of killed my pro day preparation. I still did my pro day at the University of Tennessee. wasn't really a, a real glorious occasion, but, um, you know, after that, I was kind of like, okay, this, this is it football-wise for me. We're going to hang the cleats up. And uh, uh, I wanted to go to med school. Obviously, in, in America, med school is, is almost uh, unaffordable <laughs> unless you're willing to take up huge amounts of debt and uh, my family in Germany just su suggested hey why don't you come home and just go to med school here in Germany um, and, and uh, that was the plan and and it, it was my friends actually that that uh, grew up playing with with the Scorpions who convinced me to hey if you if you're gonna come home to Stuttgart you're gonna play for us at least for one more season I was really at that point you know ready to to, to stop playing uh, at all and uh then over the course of that season, um, the the pathway program, who had spoken to me briefly during my senior year at Tennessee, uh, reached back out to me, uh, invited me to a tryout in London. That's how I got got over there. Um, I did my tryout there, and then a couple months later, they they invited me to come uh, come to IMG in Florida and uh, and train there with them. And yeah, you're you mentioning the international player player pathway. You were the the first ever um, international pathway player to be activated from a practice squad. The second ever to make um, an active roster after FAO Bada, who we've had on. But you were most importantly, I think, the first ever to catch a, a touchdown pass, which you, you <laughs> did for the Patriots against the the Seahawks. Can you talk to us a little bit, I suppose, ab about you know catching that that uh, touchdown from cam and what yeah. that felt like 
Yeah, it was a, it was obviously a, a big moment. That play had been had been in for for a, a couple of weeks, and uh, you know when you when you have a, a play in the game plan, eventually it's gonna get called. You know, so I knew it was coming. Eventually, it was just a matter of time. In that game, we had a, a bunch of you know situations where it, it could have been called. So with each one of this, uh, with with each trips into the red zone into the goal line, I knew okay. Uh, if it's not getting called this time, that just increases the, the chance of it getting called next time. So, uh, yeah, um, once it was called, then it's just execution. You know, you, you run the play so many times in practice that when it gets called in the game, you're, you're comfortable. comfortable. And uh, each play has like one little point that if that one goes your way, then it's usually a, a, a good play. And as soon as I made that defender at the line of scrimmage miss, I knew that there was going to be nobody else to cover me. And... Uh, Cam threw me a great ball, and uh, from there on, it was it was easy to to just catch it and and turn around and celebrate. Jakob, there's a, there's a lot of Patriots fans in Ireland, so they, they'll be keen to know your thoughts on the recent season. Obviously, you're moving on from them now to the Raiders, but a testament to your performance that you were rewarded last year with a contract. And I mean, you had a significant role this season. They made the playoffs. Were you taken back by how quickly Mac Jones took to the position and your overall thoughts on the season that was? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, all, all all the credit to him. I mean, I think uh, all the Patriots fans can can rest assured that they they have a a really good guy in in that position. I mean, he came in from day one, nothing but smiles and 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 hard work. You know, even even when times were tough, he was always there to to pick us up and 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 keep pushing forward. And uh, yeah, I think he'll he'll have a a great career ahead of him, man. I mean, he's he's doing everything right and uh, just incredibly mature. For, for a guy that's so young, you know, I can't, can't imagine coming right out of college and, and then being tasked with, you know, leading a, a, a franchise. And, I mean, he's just done a tremendous job. We will get talking to Raiders in a few minutes, but I'd love to hear your thoughts, Jakob, on the international player pathway. And we've we spoke to a few players. Yeah. We've had Henry Hodgson on, different guys on, just talking about the growth of that there. How did you find that experience? Because it's just really exploded in recent seasons. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's it, all the credit goes to uh, you know uh, Will Bryce and and uh, and Adden, uh, who who two two English guys who kind of uh, started this whole whole pathway thing, and uh, you know James Cook in there in, in in that position now. Like those guys put put a lot of work in, in in scouting guys. You know they do a great job in incorporating us alumni. You know and and getting us into to talk to the the younger guys and um and giving our can you guys still hear me here we go all right and giving our our uh the the lessons that that we learned on to the the, the next generation so uh, yeah i mean uh, the the pathway program it just gives players who uh for whatever reason don't go the college route an opportunity uh at the nfl and then with the opportunity of getting placed on that international exemption list um it just makes it more realistic for guys to adapt to the NFL level in time if they've never been to the United States, right? Because when you first come to the United States, there's not only all the things on the field that you have to learn and, and, and uh, the adjustment to the American style of coaching and the way they run their sports organizations, but there's a whole host of like off the field things that you have to get used to, right? You have to get settled in. You need to get a bank account, a phone. And um, if you have, deal with that transition and transitioning to the NFL at the same time, uh, you know, it can it can be tough. And with that that pathway uh, international exemption, it just gives guys a little bit of a buffer to to get used to it. 
and uh, you know to set themselves up to to make the roster. And uh, obviously, we mentioned it earlier in the interview, but a crazy few weeks in free free agency for the league. But obviously, for you, you've moved across to the most stacked division in football, but you will have a, a familiar face there uh, in your uh, in your head coach uh, who, you, who you'll know from your time in New England. How excited are you to be playing for the Raiders and in the AFC West? Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm super excited. I'm still uh, learning about the Raiders organization now. You know, obviously one of the is, historic franchises in the NFL, um, you know, with history going back to the, the 60s, 70s, 80s. I mean, it really doesn't matter which decade you look in. There's uh, some some legendary Raiders teams and coaches. So I'm just trying to soak it all in. I'm incredibly grateful that, you know, I mean, I started this journey as a, as a football fan. And, uh, you know, I got, got to play with, for the Patriots, got to play with some some great guys there, and now get to go to the Raiders and, and, and do it all over again. Just in terms of the game in Munich, this this coming next season, obviously uh, we know it's the Bucks and the speculation is it's going to be the Chiefs, which is now a team in your division. I mean, when you were back playing years ago and obviously returned to Germany, did you ever foresee that the game would be so popular where we get to a stage where there's a commitment from the league to play the games in Germany over the course of the next three to four years and hopefully belong beyond that? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, honestly, I, I would have never, you know, dreamt of that, you know, uh, the the London games were obviously a huge step, but you know, no offense to anybody out there on the on the islands, but on the mainland, uh, Germany and and German football is really you know uh, where I would say the 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 elite football in Germany is being played uh, in in Europe is being played. So uh, for the NFL to to recognize that and to not worry about the language barrier and and really commit to growing the game internationally and 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 bringing a game to to where people are waiting for it i mean that's huge you know and uh, we all stand on the shoulders of giants i mean we didn't get here overnight you know it it, it took a lot of a lot of a lot of people uh in the nfl international office you know committing to this um moritz Beringer, you know the, the first german guy to get drafted who, who raised the eyes i mean before him it was the Bjorn burners and the sebastian vormers um but you know, to to now be at this point, I, I, I think it'll be a great experience for the for the German fans, and I think it'll be a a, a a shift of perspective for the NFL once they really understand how big the demand for football is in Europe and in Germany in particular. Absolutely right, and this is the last round of questions, Jakob. I completely agree. Uh, I think fans in Germany really deserve a game, and we sort of have the same viewpoint because we're an island away from London as well. Yeah. You know, in that sense, a record viewing figures as well last month. Now, uh, finally, I have to ask you this for myself. Mark, who is on this show, usually is a big Patriots fan, and <laughs> we've heard so many stories about Bill Belichick in numerous interviews. Really yeah. insightful, but usually from people who have dealt with him from afar. Uh, as a player. How did you find working with Bill? Uh, have you any interesting or funny stories to tell us? Um, I mean, uh, funny stories. I'm I'm terrible at remembering stuff, but uh, I can I can give you this right. Uh, I mean, Coach Belichick is one thing, and that's just consistent. You know, uh, uh, he's gonna always do what's best for the team, and um, you know, as a player, of course, sometimes that that aligns with what's best for you. Sometimes it doesn't. But you will always know exactly where, where you're at and where you stand. And, uh, you know, in that, I think he he's a lot, you know, a lot funnier and more charismatic than people give him credit for. 
uh, you know, obviously with the with the media, sometimes he can be a little short, but you know, with with, with his players, he's usually very warm. And uh, you know, I, I I really appreciated him just for like giving me the opportunity that I had these these past three years. And um, you know, he'll definitely be uh, one of those coaches that I think for years to come, people will, will look back and and say, man, that's uh, that was the, that was the coach. Uh, absolutely. I think, yeah, testament to his abilities that, that so many players have such great stories. But you talked earlier, this journey began for you as a fan. Now you, you're a player, but you're also a, a co-owner of the Stuttgart <laughs> Surge. Could you tell us a, a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, when uh, I, I saw the ELF take off and I, uh, I saw that there was a, a franchise in, in Stuttgart, my city, I had to get behind it, got in touch with the guys and you know, just uh, try to figure out ways that I could I could be a part of it and and try to support them and in, in, in what they're doing. So, yeah, we found a way, and I'm I'm a co-owner and I'm a <laughs> a, a part of the franchise. And um, yeah, I'm real I'm really excited. You know, the ELF is, is starting into its second season. Uh, obviously, um, Stuttgart we're in, we're in a new division with new rivals. Um, got got the Austrian teams and and Frankfurt on on the docket for this season. So. Uh, I'm excited. A lot of a lot of my friends that you know I grew up playing with, or that that I played with in in Germany in the past, are still uh, still on the roster, are playing for the Surge, or some some other teams in the ELF. And uh, I think the ELF is just the the next step for European football. It gives everybody that's in Europe opportunity to you know earn earn money with um, the game that you're playing. And at the end of the day, that's that's what it takes to keep guys committed to to this behalf and uh, keep guys playing and I'm, I'm excited to see what's next yeah i watched an aaron Rodgers interview a few months ago and he says during the season he wouldn't even watch another game he has very little interest in actually watching other games with the exception of the money he's involved in and during the off season he completely disappears what's your off season like obviously you've changed teams now what's the plan going forward for the next few months um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm in uh, I'm actually back in Germany on on April 10th uh, for uh, my first uh, football camp that, that we're hosting in Stuttgart. Um, it'll be a, it'll be a kids camp. We got a bunch of guys coming out. We got a bunch of guests, so it, it's really exciting uh, to get that going. And then um, I'm flying from there straight to Vegas, and uh, we're into the off season program, getting ready for next year, getting to know all my new teammates and. Yeah, from there on, uh, it'll be just a couple more weeks and they were in training camp, you know. So that's pretty much the plan. I can't completely disconnect from football. I mean, I already have my iPad here. I'm already starting to look at some 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 of the games and starting to watch some of the defense defenses that uh, we'll be going up against this year. So, yeah, just uh, getting ready for next year, next season. And as the lads have said, Jakob, there's so many Patriots, Raiders fans, and look, NFL fans in Ireland, and we all have that common goal in Europe where we all, where we all support, I guess, one of our own. So uh, I'm I'm wishing you, and, and I know all these guys are wishing you the very, very best of luck this season. Myself and Colm are Broncos fans, so yeah. I wish you the very best of luck in most of the games. But uh, no, seriously. <laughs> Uh, look, uh, obviously enjoy the experience in Vegas, and I'm sure this is only you know the start. Now it's it's going to be fantastic to see what happens. And just thank you for for coming on the show and, and hopefully chat again soon. Uh, appreciate it. And uh, you know when I get some time to to make it out to Ireland, uh, I'll be in touch.